It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Here we are. We made it to the long weekend Labor Day. Let's go. Bring it on. Ooh, yeah, so exciting. Got pride going on this weekend. So much happening around Calgary. We cannot wait to get ourselves into it. But, you know, before that, it's always important to head into any weekend with a clear conscience, and that's why we're here for the airing of the grievances. Tyler, what do you really need to get off your chest this morning? You know what really sucks? What? Paying bills. <laughs> Absolutely. Duh. I want to pay for these services that I use. That's done. That's my hot take. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You know what sucks more than paying bills, though? Being reminded of something that you chose to spend your hard-earned money on that you ended up not enjoying at all. Oh? Because you look on that monthly bill and you go, oh, that was that date I went on. The meal at the restaurant was terrible. The company was bad. I never want to see them again. There's bill regret. That pumpkin spice latte you bought earlier this week Mm -hmm. that you spilled in your car. Oh, no. Nothing but regret when you see it listed on your bill. What about that movie that totally sucked? (laughs) See, I uh, adulted yesterday, and I paid the streaming and internet bill, and there it was, $25 worth of regret staring me right in the face. Oh, right. The time we rented Jurassic World Dominion on demand. Oh, is it that bad? Ugh, dude. (laughs) The first two were so good. That movie? Was not good. Aww. And I'm a person saying that right now, wearing a brightly colored dinosaur <laughs> shirt. Yeah, you are. You love you love your dinos, and that didn't wasn't it for you. People are like, but they brought back the OG cast. Nope, not good. The OG T Rex still alive and crushing it. No spoilers. Yeah, okay. but still crushing it. No, didn't care. See, that bill is a painful reminder of a mistake you made. It's almost as bad as paying a parking ticket because you forgot to hit the meter up oh. at the zoo. Also a bill I paid yesterday. No. Thank you very much, City of Calgary. Uh-huh. Parking tickets are the <sighs> That's why for a few weekends now, Kelly will look at me and go, Hey, do you want to have a date on the couch? Do you want to watch that new Elvis movie? I've heard good things. I say, sorry, babe. Not till it's lower than $25. Because I can't handle $25 worth of on-demand movie regret again. When it it goes down to seven, we will get into it. $8 regret is a whole lot. It's it's less. You hate your life a little less. Easier to handle. Now the problem I realize I'm dealing with is I'm not going to be able to commit to anything anymore because of photo. Photo? That's fear of a disappointing order. Oh. <laughs> Photo. F-O-D-O. Really Photo. <sighs> I feel better after airing that grievance. Oh, and good. If you're, if you're feeling me this morning and going, yeah, I hate paying bills too. I hate paying for things I didn't enjoy. Well, guess what? You can pay those bills and waste money that we give you. Yeah. <laughs> With the Virgin Radio 5K a day contest, which kicks off Tuesday morning. We're giving away five grand every single day. Listen for your next chance to win. Tuesday morning at 8. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's time for Dumb Fight Friday. In one corner, we have Ariana. Who's mad about something she found on her man's phone? Oh, that sounds so salacious. Uh. And in the other corner, we have her boyfriend who says, hmm, 
Looks like we found something else to add to the list. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yikes. Keeping score in a relationship might have you fired up this morning. Let's hear the problem from Ariana on Dumb Fight Friday. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I love my boyfriend. He's so, he's such a great guy, um, which is why I'm a little confused. We were listening to, like, a playlist on his phone, and uh, I went to change his song, and his notes app was open, and, like, there was a list of all the things that he thinks that I've done wrong in our relationship. Okay, so... You, you see this on the phone, and, like, obviously, you see it's about you, so you, you read it. Right. Like, I wasn't trying to snoop, but my name was on it at the top. And <laughs> oh, jeez. had, like, a bunch of dates. <laughs> yeah, what? So, so what, did, what did it all say? Oh, well, okay, it was, like, dated and timed, and it was, like, March 23rd, you know, 3.58 p.m. It left all makeup over the bathroom counter. <laughs> or May 7th. <laughs> Like, didn't put coffee mug in the dishwasher or whatever. Like, said she doesn't like Game of Thrones. Like, it was all listed. (laughs) So, like, not like crazy big deal breaker things, but just like little things that have kind of annoyed him since you guys have been together. Right. Which, like, you know, he does love lists, but I feel like this one is a particularly, like, I don't know. It's confusing and, like... He could just talk to me about this stuff, but he's, like, documenting it. I just feel like he could talk to me about these things. I'm kind of hurt that he hasn't talked to me about it. It feels like you came across his dirty secret. Exactly. Like, I called him out on it, and he said it's something his therapist suggested, like, in case we break up. (laughs) It's so weird. Like, why would he consider, like, is he talking about breaking up with me? To his therapist. <laughs> to his therapist? Yeah, is this like a thing? I feel like this is a, a bigger deal than just a list. Shout out to our friend uh, Angela Helmer. Her feedback for Ariana here on Dumb Fight Friday mm-hmm. is, you should add a new note to a list that says, the list of things I did right. Number one, breaking up with you. Oh. Bye. Wow. <laughs> Taylor Bloy also says, let's be honest here, though. Women do it, too. We're just not dumb enough to actually write it out. <laughs> Our brains never forget. And that's, like, my whole thing, too. Like, you guys are like elephants, right? Well, yeah, just because we have this incredible talent to be re- able to remember oh, uh-huh. every little thing yeah. doesn't mean we're not guilty of this. But I think the whole writing of it down probably is just a little bit more of, you know, an offense because it is, like, so premeditated, you know? Right. Like, it, it took a lot to do that and to write it down to keep this list going and, like, dated and timed and everything. I don't know. I have to be on her man's side for this. The fact that this is doctor recommended. <laughs> the fact yeah. that he went to a therapist, something that very men, a lot of men are hesitant to do. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> All day, do you. We always like getting your feedback here on Dumb Fight Friday. Morgan, how does this situation hit you? I just think that is such another level of pettiness to have a whole note thread dedicated to every little thing you've done wrong. <laughs> to be able to refer back to like a menu when you're in a fight. Like if something big happens, like I think you should forgive it. Maybe don't forget it so that they don't, you know, repeat bad behavior. But like Oh, my God. I just think that that's such a huge red flag run. Morgan, I was with you when I first thought about, when I first heard this. 
But the more I think about it, every person that I've ever been in a relationship, this happens. Women bring up these little details and stuff. I just think that you guys have better memories, so you don't need to make notes on it. We as men just can't, we can't even remember what we did five minutes ago, let alone what happened two weeks ago. So you're like a frog, and you just live a happy frog life. Attention span. But I feel like that's like, I don't know. I, I feel like that's maybe better because like I, I don't know i just it's just so petty to bring up any any little indiscretion or thing that you did wrong like we have bad days we do wrong sometimes and it's not that big of a deal you gotta love when you can bring a friend's reference into dumb fight friday <laughs> our friend angela commented on facebook saying yeah this whole list thing didn't work out well for ross just saying <laughs> I do not have chubby ankles. No, 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 no. Okay, look at the other side. Look at Julie's column. She's not Rachel. Uh oh. What the hell's a Rachel? No. That's a stupid paleontology word that I wouldn't know because I'm just a waitress. No. Rachel, come on, Rachel. Rachel. Oh. I know it's Dumb Fight Friday, and I'm I'm concerned that this may not be fit under Dumb Fight Friday. This may be too too logical. But there's a comment on Facebook from Katrina Van Proust. She says, compassion might be a better solution here. Journaling and writing down your feelings is a fantastic way to deal with emotions, like a diary. And also, if he had a bad relationship with a narcissist in the path, past, then writing things down is a great way to remember them so that they don't get twisted. Uh, she goes on to talk about how uh, no one feels great about being confronted about things they've done in the past and mistakes. Maybe the best thing to do here is to maybe talk to them about it and say, hey, are these still an issue? I know these were in the past. Are, they, are these still an issue? Do we need to work on these things? See, that's tough because logic is not allowed into the conversation <laughs> on Dumb Fight like Friday. I said, that's it's what true. I was concerned about, but great point. Yes. I think in this case, we can make an exception for something like that. Well, and it should be noted that a therapist was the one that told him to do this. Yeah, yeah. And Katrina, with all the things she just said, she sounds like a mental health professional. Maybe she's his therapist. (laughs) Wait a minute. So you mean he's paying her to say that he's right (laughs) and not the other way around. Huh. Got a very uh, impassioned text from our friend Justin to 98.5.98.5. Justin, whose side are you on here on Dumb Fight Friday? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm Honestly, I'm going to go with her to get rid of them because I literally just dealt with a four-month relationship where the woman took note of everything that we paid for and whoever spent more money that month, she literally was mad at the person that spent the less, which normally was me because I'm very frugal with my money. <laughs> my God, would she lose it. She literally asked for half of it back. No Wait, way. What? She, she wanted a refund after the breakup? <laughs> yeah. So what kind of things would she keep track of? Like who paid for dinner this night? Who paid for coffee the next day? Like that kind of thing? Anything. Like if we went to the mall and she wanted to go shopping and she spent $200 on clothes for herself and I only spent maybe 100 it would literally be written down. Oh, that's so strange. It's crazy. I mean, I spend stupid amounts of money on my children and she would get mad because I spend more money on my kids than I did her. And I'm like, well, yeah, they're my kids. Uh, you're my girlfriend. Like, I, <laughs> I think we now know why this was only a four-month relationship. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly it. <laughs> and did you give her the refund? I, I gave her the refund by saying, lose my number and have a great life. <laughs> yeah.
Wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow, a lot of people keeping track of certain things in relationships. Yeah, women are crazy. <laughs> hey, I wasn't that far. You had me until you said that, Justin. <laughs> well, I mean, my last relationship was 18 years, and she went crazy, too. So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean. <laughs> Maybe you drive them that way, Justin. Yeah, just saying there's a common denominator. <laughs> Yeah, it's me, I know, but. <laughs> hey, well, thanks so much for weighing in on Dumb Fight Friday. We appreciate it. Absolutely, thank you. Is it really a Dumb Fight Friday if you don't weigh in saying something to get yourself in trouble? No. I <laughs> think not. Yeah, no. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Tyler, Janae, and Fuzzy. Here we are. Friday of the long weekend. Back to school is happening. We've got we've got pride this weekend. So many things going on around Calgary. We're so excited for this long weekend. It's going to be like 30 degrees the entire time. Beauty. Oh, you know what, though? It's, um, it's always very important to head into every weekend with a clear conscience. And that is why we are here. For the airing of the grievances. The grievances with parents depicted in Disney movies. Uh-oh. And some of the messed up decisions that are made by them and put on display <laughs> oh. in some of our favorite movies that are just shaping the minds of the young. Obviously, there's some pretty great Disney parents like the goats, like Mufasa, who gave some of the greatest pep talks ever to his son. When we die, our bodies become the grass and the antelope eat the grass. And so, you're all connected in the great circle of life. And then he goes and sacrifices his life for him because he gets lured there by his weird uncle. There's Andy's mom in Toy Story, clearly hustling it as a single mom, providing the best life for her kids. And Moana's dad, who's a little protective, but pretty cool. He's got tats and stuff, right? (laughs) I just watched Bambi for the first time in years last weekend. And while a lot of us remember it as problematic for the fact that, spoiler alert, Bambi's mom gets shot and killed by a hunter. hunter. But there's this whole other issue that no one discusses and that's Bambi's dad just strutting around the forest like he is the greatest thing of all time. Everyone else in the forest literally dropping to their knees in exultation every time he makes his way by. Meanwhile, he doesn't even acknowledge his son. Huh. Bambi has to ask who the guy even is. Mm-hmm. And then there's the way that he's manipulated Bambi's mom into still worshiping the ground that he walks on, being Ew. like, oh, he's the wisest <laughs> and the best. Come on, girl. That buck left you alone to raise his child <laughs> and only stepped in when he absolutely had to. And he wasn't really even nice about the whole thing. He's like, deal with the kid. You're with me now. Oh, Moving along to King Triton, Ariel's oh. dad, just destroying Oof. all her prized possessions because he didn't understand them instead of working with her to try to figure things out. Maybe she wanted to see what legs were all about. <laughs> Let's be honest. Those fins look real restrictive. <laughs> also, can you put a shirt on? You're a king. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is weird. a big, muscly king, right? though. Yeah. Right. But still, it doesn't seem very professional, right? There should be yeah. some kind of robe that he's wearing. Maybe. Uh, It's all really, really messed up when you think about it. And let's not even forget about the fact that all the stepmoms in the world have to start off their blended families Mm -hmm. working against those horrific stereotypes, (laughs) just like the ones that were formed in Cinderella. Wow, 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 wow. And now enjoy watching the next Disney movie you watch and start picking it apart like I obviously do. Just a reminder, uh, Disney Plus Day is next week, and I'm sure nothing (laughs) problematic will come up at all. (laughs) Woo-wee! Well, a lot. 
I can't believe what a jerk Bambi's dad is. Like, I'm not going to be able to get over that for a while. His dad sucked so bad he was friends with a skunk. Ain't nobody want to be friends with a skunk, man. You know if Maury was in the forest, he'd be taking Bambi's mom. You know that. <laughs> the man-child, sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here to learn something this morning. Morning. It's a big shock to the system trying to get back into the back to school routine for thousands of people across Calgary. Yeah. This week, going into back into university next week, there's a lot to get caught up on. And one of the things that comes with going back to school is school lunches. And, you know, sometimes in the beginning you get to be creative and then you get tired of the same old things and you want to change things up. And, Tyler, thanks to your wife, Kelly. We've been introduced to one of the greatest life hacks ever when it comes to one of the most portable, defrostable, microwavable snacks, but in a good way. Danae, how much is Kelly's Pizza Hack a life and game changer? Honestly, Kelly's a genius. She's an absolute certifiable genius. This is brilliant. The funny thing is... I'm wondering where this was when I was a kid because <laughs> I was one of those picky, picky eaters, man. And like I, I would get sent a sandwich to school, but I hated the sandwich to be cold and I refused to eat cold meat, even though they are called cold cuts. I was like, can't they be at least room temperature? Can't they be a little warm? Can we can we get a can we get a panini press in the elementary school? Yeah, no, that sounds like a <laughs> burning hazard for children. Hey, hey, uh, how many microwaves have we got in this school for all the students? One, cool, yeah, yeah. great, thank you. You're the only person I've ever heard request room temperature meat. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Kelly um, has a picky eater living in her house. His name is uh, Kane. He's 11 years old. He started grade seven yesterday, but. Kelly let us know that when it comes to sending Kane to school with his favorite food in the world, which are pizza pops, uh-huh. very special thing to do because the problem with pizza pops are you can't just take them out of the freezer right. and put them in a the lunch bag. No. You'd have to wait a month for them to be defrosted yeah. enough to eat. Now, you also can't just microwave them and send them in the bag because then they're going to be, A, not warm anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, B, there's a weird thing with pizza pops. where Sweaty they get and hard. They get, they get hard. Yeah. yeah, it's very weird. So you don't want that hard edge pizza pop. You want mm. all the goodness in there. So what Kelly does is she microwaves them, then she bakes them in the oven yeah. to get the outside nice and crispy, which already in itself is a pretty good yeah. life hack. Yeah. That like so nice of her, too. <laughs> Popping in a frying pan, crisping up the edges works really well, too. Okay. But then she takes it to the next step, wraps them in foil, mm-hmm. and then pokes little holes in the aluminum foil. Therefore, and confirmed by Kane, by the time it's time to eat those pizza pops at lunch hours later, mm-hmm. they're still warm. They're not dried out. Mm -hmm. There's no crusty edges. They are almost perfect as if they just came out of the microwave and the oven after baking. Right. Therefore, whatever age you are, you want pizza pops. You want something that's easy and portable and microwavable. Do it this way. By the time you eat it at lunch, at school, at work, or whatever, it's going to be just as God intended. Somehow your household is the home for pizza pop life hacks because you mentioned it earlier, the, the life hack of putting it in the microwave and then putting it in the oven or the oh, toaster oven oh, to finish oh, it, yeah. which was something that I had never heard of until I met you. It's so much better. It really uh, elevates the dish. Uh, you you got, like, Chef's you guys kiss, should huh? write a, a cookbook. Yeah. This is one of the best recipes I've how ever to, heard. How to cook frozen meals. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm kind of joking, but this is honestly such a helpful life hack, and it's going to help 
thousands of kids across Calgary get the pizza pop they want in their lunch just the way they want it. Do you remember when his oven didn't work for like a year and a <laughs> half? And yet he was yes. like, yeah, I cook frozen foods all the time. I broiled them and then I flipped them and then I flipped them again and flipped them again and flipped them so again. Attentive. I'm telling you, cooking frozen foods with Tyler Hall. <laughs> it's a uh, cookless cookbook. It's perfect. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Happy to be inside your device when you can't listen to the show live. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy, uh, second day of school for thousands of kids in Calgary. It's also the first day of school for thousands more. And with that comes a lot of emotions. Mm. There's there's excitement. Yeah. There's dread. There's, oh, geez, I hope that my friends are in my homeroom class. <laughs> right. There's, I hope that I can make new friends. There's so many different feelings going on for kids. Sometimes we forget, like, being a kid is tough. It totally can be, right? Maybe maybe you, you have friends that moved away, and all of a sudden you're not you're not going to see them, and you have to hang around a whole bunch of new people. Maybe you have a teacher that you did, you've did you never met before, right? And there's yeah. so many different things, so many yeah. different variables. So many feelings, and, like, all of those feelings, I feel like, are amplified if you are the new kid mm-hmm. or if you're at a new school. School, mm-hmm. right? It makes things so much more stressful. I just got a text from uh, my beautiful wife, Kelly, uh, about our son, Kane, who um, is uh, new in grade seven this year, which is like a big deal. Like, yeah. you know, you go from being like kindergarten to grade six mm-hmm. and you're used to the same place and you have some of the same friends. Next thing you know, you're going to junior high, man. And you yeah. think about being like 11 years old in junior high. Mm-hmm. The kids in grade nine probably seem like they're adults. Absolutely. And you went from being the oldest at a school to now being the youngest at a school. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah, Kelly said he's like, can I just wear my hat today? I don't want to do my hair. I don't like my hair. And maybe he also might have had a bit of a blemish on his face. He might oh, have okay. A bit, of a bit of a pimple, oh, which is uh, also a To which a I am going to send Kane a picture of my pimple that I've got on my face that I keep trying to hide with my hair today. <laughs> That'll help, right? See, that's the important thing to, to, to think about is that the first part of school can have fear and anxiety, but things can always get better. And we got a great story from our friend Sonia that talks about just that. Take it away. Yeah. When I was in eighth grade, I started a new school. And before school started, my mom tried cutting my hair, which was a disaster. Um, so she then very apologetically took me to the mall, to a hairdresser I'd never been to before, who was supposed to fix it, who decided her way of fixing it would be to give me this real edgy kind of haircut that no one had it was like really short on one side and long on the other side and she just convinced me it was totally edgy and anyway I went to school thinking this is a nightmare I was terrified thinking I'm going to be made fun of I don't even know these new kids and the complete opposite happened were you a trendsetter I was for the (laughs) first time in my life kids like thought I became popular it was weird, all because of that stupid haircut. Wow, that must have been like a, a complete 180, because there you were. You walked to the school, and you're like, oh, here we go. Aww. People are going to think I'm some kind of a, oh, everybody's going to be judging me because I'm different. And, and a new kid. But everybody was judging you yep. and going, wow, you're so cool. And can I just say, I wasn't popular at my last school, you know? I mean, I wasn't, like, unpopular. I just sort of blended in. You know how it is when you're a kid. You don't really want... You just kind of want to, like, hide. (laughs) You don't want (laughs) – I didn't want anyone to notice me. And I saw the kids getting made fun of. I didn't want that to be me. I didn't want to – you know, I'm not a bully. But, like, starting this new school, I thought for sure I'm going to be – I'm going to be that kid. I'm going to be made fun of. I was terrified. And then it was was weird. It's weird that that hierarchy that kids have, you know? (laughs) They just – I don't know. They, like, deemed me their new queen. It was bizarre. <laughs> it's like the, the legend of the unintentional glow-up. You, yeah. you didn't yeah. even realize yeah, yeah, yeah. that you transformed into a butterfly. Yeah, 
exactly. I didn't even know it. <laughs> wow, that is incredible. And I kind of want to go get that haircut. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> going back to school can be really, really tough on kids. A lot of emotions of going back to school. Yeah. A lot of anxious feelings, a lot of a lot of fears because it's it's a big step going from chilling all summer, no cares, no worries, iPads, friends, summer fun, and now it's back to school and I've never been inside this school before. Yeah, and maybe you're a kid who really loves sports and sports numbers and things like that and as a result you take something like the sports page to to school with you oh. from the newspaper and that was my reality in grade 4. I started a new school. I left I left Spruce Cliff Elementary and I started going in, in school uh, to Holy Cross and I walked into class the first day of school Pulled out the newspaper. It was like, time to read. And I was like, cool. And I pulled out the sports page. Like, why isn't there reading a book with pictures? And like, everybody was sitting there looking like, yo, what's with the new dude? And I was like. He brought the newspaper to school. And within six months, I was uh, I was saying, okay, we're going to do a hockey pool. And here's how it works. Uh, and stuff like six months later, you had all the kids gambling with you, which <laughs> hey, is very nice. But, that's but, awesome. But it, sometimes, sometimes being different is a good thing. Yeah. It, it can be very uncomfortable. And, and that's the thing when you start a new school is you, 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 there's a lot of unknowns, right? One of the hardest things to learn as a kid, the best person to be is yourself. Mm. And I'm looking at Danae Meyer as I'm saying this, yeah. who one time walked into school and tried to be like a different person. You almost had like an alter ego or character you were going to try and portray. This is going from Loon Lake, Saskatchewan, yeah. tiny town to the big old city. Of Saskatchewan. Yeah, so like population literally three hundred. Wow, like a village uh, moving to big old population two hundred thousand. Like it honestly was a massive, massive culture shock for us all. And so, if you are a new student in school, the number one piece of advice I will give to you is don't lie on your first day about what you're all about. Uh, everybody, of course, is like, oh, new girl, new girl, new girl. I was in grade four. All these kids had legit been together since kindergarten. I'm coming in. We're like nine, ten years old, and all these people are asking questions like, what's Loon Lake like? What's Loon Lake like? And I don't know why, but I lied actually about a couple of things. First thing, uh, the teacher's like, what are you good at today? And I said that I was really good at, at hoop dancing which is an amazing uh, indigenous dance, which mm -hmm. is so incredible to watch. And growing up in Loon Lake, I did see a lot of hoop dancing. I went to a lot of powwows, but I never actually did the hoop dancing myself. Right. But for some reason in that moment, I thought that's what I was going to say that I was really good at. Well, that's the hardest part of lying when someone calls you on it and says, all right, let's see it. And then well, all of a sudden you're like, see, these pretty, aren't my hoop dancing shoes. Right. But that's a good thing you're not going to get called on because you don't have hoops kicking around. So I was like, that's pretty safe. Right. Everything's fine. Until two months later, we had an indigenous educator come in and do an entire month of teaching us really, really cool things. Yeah. One of them being a hoop <laughs> dancing class. Oh, right. and hey, today! Like, today, get up there and show your moves. And I tried. I definitely tried. Yeah. I went up there and I had, I just remember having the hoops and like trying to do moves and I was busted almost immediately. And they were like, okay, so wait, did you also not ride ostriches at your friend Cheryl's <laughs> farm? Sorry, ostriches? <laughs> like, yeah, my friend Cheryl had an ostrich farm and I said we used to ride them, which she did have an ostrich farm. We most definitely did not ride them. Thankfully, one of the things I did tell them on the first day of school was true. That's that my dad was a toy salesman. So huh. I was able to come in and bribe them with toys that broke go. in a couple of days, yeah. but at least made them forget about all the lies I told them. So when you finally were just authentically you, <laughs> yeah. things got better. Yeah. Things got a little bit better.
better. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic back to school <sighs> lesson right there. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Here we are. So many reasons to be excited about this Labor Day long weekend. You got great weather. You got pride going on in Calgary. You got Fiesta Filipino going down. You got Alberta Day celebrations going down tomorrow. Labor Day Classic. So many things. Oh, my gosh. Feeling good. But it's always important to go into any weekend with a clear conscience. And that's why we're here for the airing of the grievances. Today, there's something I need to get off my chest. (sighs) My grievance is with garages. Okay. You see, by definition, a garage is a building for housing a motor vehicle or motor vehicles. Mm. But quick poll, how many of you out there have garages that you can actually park in? Oh. Yeah, just like I thought. Hardly anyone. (laughs) That was how my arm did not go up. (laughs) Instead, people's garages are filled with sporting gear like hockey equipment, golf clubs and bicycles, or stuff that you have for sale on Facebook Marketplace or Kijiji, and you're just waiting for somebody to come and pick it up and put you out of your misery. They're filled with things that aren't motor vehicles. Uh Now, I've had a garage for almost eight years of my life, and for the majority of it, I know I'm I'm in the minority here, but I've been able to park in the garage. Whoa. We've been able to park two vehicles in the garage two? the majority of the time. That's Occasionally magic. there'll be something that that's in the way of the one of the aforementioned problems, but for the, mo- for the most part, we've never had to park outside more than a day until this week. Uh-oh. Guys, I parked outside two days in a row. <laughs> You're like, you're like six you, years I know, I know there's people it. right now in their car flipping me off going, <laughs> yeah. you blank, 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 <laughs> boo this man. Yeah, there's totally people right now being like, <laughs> boo this man. <laughs> but bags of donations and empties combined with my golf clubs and hockey gear for the upcoming winter season have gotten a little, a little out of control. And rather than feel bad about the chaos, I feel like I'm ready to embrace it like the rest of you. <laughs> If we called the garage what it really is, an easily accessible PTSYS, a PTS, a a PTSYS, we're working on the name, Uh but a place to store your stuff, that would cause less stress. Yep. Because I feel the pain that so many of you feel on a regular basis. And going into the long weekend, God, there's there's nothing I want to do less than have to go into the garage and clean with it. Take those bags of bottles Uh to the bottle depot. No. Take those donations to to Goodwill and Uh the different variations. Especially when you realize a couple of those bags are actually just straight up garbage. You're like, why did we even do this? Why did we put garbage in there? What's wrong with us? I'm not that filthy. (laughs) (laughs) But either way, if we were to to call the garage a PTSYS, a PTSYS, but this is, then we can embrace it and not feel so bad about ourselves. At least do that until it gets cold, and then you can pile all that stuff all the way up to the ceiling so you can barely squeeze your vehicle into the garage yes. so that way you don't have to warm it up and get into a cold car. Until then, please enjoy your PT system. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel so much better <laughs> about my mess of a life. Thanks, Fuzz. Text That's what I'm trying to do. 
Texas 985 from Lindsay. She says, I have uh, I live in an apartment building, uh-huh. and my garage is that little storage locker they yeah, give yeah, you. Yeah. That's literally overflowing the same way. So it's nice yeah. to know things will never change, and I'll always be living <laughs> in this level of mess. Everyone can relate. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays, 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.